Hi, and welcome to Yes Please, your go-to podcast for all things sexuality, pleasure, and orgasms. I've named this podcast Yes Please because that's how I want you to feel about all things sex, pleasure, and orgasms. Yes Please, and more. (laughs) I'm so glad you're here and that you want to learn more about how to experience more shameless pleasure, deeper satisfaction, and ecstatic orgasms in your life and sexuality. And I hope to inspire you to feel that you can embrace and celebrate your sexuality all throughout your life journey. This podcast isn't just about sex and sex education, however, it's about so much more. Personal growth, living a radiant and confident and authentic life, radical joy and expression, and general fucking goodness. I'm your host, Erica Alsborn, and I'm a sexuality teacher and expert, sex and birth coach, but you can think of me more as your BFF who you love to talk to about sex and all the intimate things you don't feel comfortable talking about with anyone else. I celebrate the vast and diverse human, erotic and sexual experience, and I embody a deep shamelessness when it comes to sex in all its different expressions. However, having said that, I'm a straight, able-bodied, cisgendered woman, and in my work I specialize in female sexuality, and I work with women with pussies and while I have a broad and liberal approach to sex and a very extensive training, my knowledge is limited by my own lived experience as well as the focus in my professional work. But I hope you'll learn lots here with me. Expand your idea of what sex is and can be and mean for you and even though I'm an expert on this topic, I'm not an authority. Everything I share is always a suggestion, not a must. So take what resonates and leave the rest behind. I'm always open to receiving your constructive feedback so don't hesitate to reach out if you have any. Okay. Hi, and welcome again. I'm delighted that you're here, and now let's dive into today's topic. Hey, welcome back to the pod, or welcome if this is your first episode ever. I'm glad that you're here, and you are tuning into an episode today where I'm going to be sharing some inspiration and my best tips for getting a self-pleasure, aka masturbation, practice or routine into place. So, There was a recent study done in Sweden, where I live, where I'm from, that showed that 40% of Swedish women masturbate about like never or a few times per year compared to men who masturbate much more and who uh, answered the same question. If they masturbate rarely or just a few times a year, 15% of men said yes. So 40% of Swedish women rarely masturbate at all or very 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 rarely right and the equivalent in men is 15 percent so that's a big difference 66 percent of men responded that they masturbate regularly and only 22 percent of women say they masturbate regularly like weekly why is that well i don't know exactly right Um, But generally, men, boys and men, have a stronger sense of like ownership uh, of their sexuality and oftentimes they feel like it belongs to them and it's easier for them and it's just like a non-negotiable, like they do it. Their genitals are outside of their bodies. They usually have a much more like direct relationship with their turn on, their arousal, their erection. They haven't received as many like negative messages about masturbating. Their genitals aren't like hidden in between their legs or hidden inside. And there's not as much shame around men's experience and men's relationship with their genitals, with their sexuality and their masturbation. But that doesn't mean that you as a woman, you know, can't do it. It just means that, yeah, you maybe have a little bit of a longer runway to get started and you might have some, you know, 
thresholds to get over, obviously, because 40% of women never or very rarely masturbate here in Sweden. And I'm guessing that it's pretty much the same in most Western societies. Uh, So today I just want to give you some encouragement and then some amazing tips to get started. Or if you're already masturbating and or self-pleasuring, and if you're like, what the fuck is the difference? Why are you saying these two different words? And what is self-pleasure? I've never heard about it. I'll link in the show notes an episode where I explain the differences between self-pleasure and masturbate. But for ease or not having to say lots of extra words, I'll just use the expression self-pleasure from here on in this episode. So pleasure is your life force energy. Pleasure makes you feel alive. Pleasure makes you feel vital. Pleasure is very valuable and it's oftentimes something that we down prioritize when life gets busy and we become parents or we grow a little bit older and we're not like hedonistic teens or in our 20s anymore but I really really recommend you to see pleasure as a lifelong like youth elixir it makes you feel youthful Uh, it makes you feel like you exist in a kind of thriving mode where things feel just delicious like imagine the difference between just eating food that doesn't taste anything just for the sake of surviving just for filling your stomach and giving yourself the like the the nutrients that you need in order to survive how fucking boring right yeah you'd survive you'd get the nourishment the nutrition that you needed and you wouldn't feel hungry but There's so much more to eating than just stuffing your face and feeling full, right? There's taste and texture and preferences and the social experience and exchange and the routines and rituals we have around food, right? Like it's a whole holistic experience. Pleasure is the same. Like imagine if you just go through life without pleasure, yeah, you survive, you wash your body, you take care of yourself, maybe you have sex, maybe you have kids, but if pleasure is not present in your life, it's like bland, boring food, (laughs) right? It's just living through life. You're in a kind of survival mode. You're not thriving. So pleasure makes you feel like you're thriving. And when you masturbate, you are taking care of your sexuality. You're maintaining your sexuality. And that's really, really important in a long-term relationship. So here are my six best tips for establishing a good self-pleasure routine. <laughs> Let's dive into it. Number one is decide what meaning masturbation has for you. So you can think of masturbation, actually I'm just going to say both words, you can think of masturbation and self-pleasure as part of your self-care, as part of your health routine. This way it can feel more available or like it's more allowed to do it because your self-pleasure, your masturbation has a meaning and a place in your life that you have, you have defined it. So it has a defined meaning it has a defined place in your life and therefore you can encourage yourself to do it it also means that if you feel like masturbation is bad it's dirty it's a waste of time you can identify those thoughts and and question them is that really true maybe i picked up that belief system like a long time ago but i actually don't believe that anymore and that's why i'm listening to erica's podcast all the time and she's made me think differently about pleasure and sex and all the things so that's actually not true anymore so you choose your new definition that definition will make it easier for you to act on getting it done right number two is prioritize it set aside time for pleasure just like you set aside time to go to the gym or meet a friend if you just told a friend yeah i'll see you at some point next week how likely is it that it happens it's not very likely 
she's busy, you're busy, you have to coordinate stuff around it, right? And if you're just going to like spontaneously bump into her in the street, you know it's never going to happen or at the cafe or whatever. For the things that matter in your life, you decide a time, you decide a place, and then you know that it's way more likely that it's going to happen. It's the same with pleasure and sex and masturbation. Contrary to common belief, sex is not spontaneous. It can feel spontaneous for sure, and that's something that you can cultivate, but you plan sex. Even in the honeymoon stage when you were fucking like rabbits, you were planning sex all the time because you were thinking about it all the time. So Friday night, I'm going to fuck him. I'm going to wear this. I'm going to shave my legs. Are we going to fuck before or after dinner? Like you were planning sex days in advance, and then you show up on Friday night and you think sex is spontaneous. No, my friend. It is not. <laughs> Very few things that we do are like purely spontaneous, but sex and pleasure, it doesn't take away the mystery and the joy and the satisfaction. If we schedule it in, it just means that we make time and space for it. And it's much more likely that it happens, especially when we're older, we have busy lives, we have lots of other responsibilities, we have kids, and we don't, we're not like these... <laughs> 20 year olds who have all the time in the world and things can kind of spontaneously happen. So the likelihood of things happening is much higher if you schedule it in and you don't let excuses or feeling like it decide if you're going to do it or not. You go to the gym even if you don't feel it when you've decided to. You brought your gym bag to work. You're going to go afterwards. You made a gym date with your friend. You've already booked the, the gym class. You go even if you don't feel like it. And then afterwards you feel an incredible sense of completion and you're happy. And maybe it was a great gym session. Maybe it was a meh, whatever. I could have done without it. But at least you're proud of yourself for doing it because you know overall it contributes to your wealth, uh, wealth, your health <laughs> and your wellness. And um, it has an, a positive accumulative effect. Same with sex, same with pleasure. Number three, try it even if it feels like there's a little bit of a, like a pushback or resistance. Normalize resistance, basically. In the beginning, it's going to feel like, ah, this is, feels like hard or I don't really feel like it. It feels awkward. It feels doesn't feel normal. It feels strange. I feel like it's a waste of time. I feel like I should be doing something else. My mind is racing. It's hard. But as with anything, again, with the gym metaphor and comparison, in the beginning when you go to the gym, it doesn't feel easy, it doesn't feel great, you're out of shape, maybe you're overweight, maybe you're underweight, maybe whatever, you know, you're not in the shape that you desire to be, and so, and it doesn't feel normal, and maybe you feel awkward in the gym, and you don't know how to use the machine, and you don't know how to, you know, do this specific class, and where are all the tools I'm going to need, and you feel like a beginner, and <laughs> And you're like, oh, why am I putting myself through this? Well, because you know that there is a distant goal that you're working towards. So you accept the discomfort in the present moment to feel better in the future. It's the same with masturbation. So accept that it doesn't feel too great. Accept that there's resistance. Accept maybe that you don't feel a lot of pleasure, whatever, and just stick with it. Masturbation and self-pleasure increase your life quality and the quality of your partnered sex. So it's worth that investment of your time. It's worth getting over that threshold or feeling, ugh, this is not so easy. Number four, invest in a pleasure course. Just like you pay for a gym class or a, a personal trainer or you go to yoga with an instructor. You don't do yoga at home, for example, on your own, especially not in the beginning when you're learning right? An instructor, a teacher and guided practices, guided 
sessions are so valuable and so helpful. And it's the, it's the same in sexuality. I Before I found my teacher, Layla Martin, almost 10 years ago, I had no idea there were people teaching sexuality. <laughs> now I am a teacher of sexuality. I literally guide people through self-pleasure and masturbation. I tell them, touch your pussy this way, touch your pussy that way, touch your lips, touch your internal this and that, blah, blah, blah. Like I guide people step by step through sexual experiences. What this does is it helps you explore your body and your sexuality in new ways so that you evolve and you grow as a sexual human being and you learn new things about your body and you realize your blind spots and you can go to places you've never gone before sexually and in your pleasure and your orgasmic experience. My course Pleasure Treats with 12 guided pleasure practices, sensual and sexual practices are launching soon. So keep an eye out for that if you are curious about and feel a desire to have a self-pleasure practice and expand your pleasure and orgasmic capacity, then um, it's well worth the investment for all the reasons I just shared. Sign up for my newsletter below so that you don't miss information about pleasure treats when it comes. All right, number five, prioritize masturbation and self-pleasure if you're in a relationship. If you're in a relationship, talk to your partner about it. Not to ask for permission, but to, again, like normalize, hey, I need to do self-pleasure because I realize that if I don't, I feel distant from my sexuality. I feel my sexuality is totally dependent on you and it only kind of belongs to the relationship. And by me taking care of my sexuality, I will be a better lover, a better partner, I'll have more arousal. And there are so many benefits. So I just want to like normalize that even though we're in a partnership, I'm still going to be masturbating and self-pleasuring. And since we live together, I'm going to have to have a private time to do that. Maybe when you're home, maybe when you're not home, but I just want you to know and, you know, do you have any questions about that? Or do you masturbate? And how do you feel about that? Like you can have a, t a conversation about it. Explain why, explain the positive effects that both of you individually can experience from taking care of your solo sexualities individually, right? Oftentimes it, it, it can feel like you don't, you, you shouldn't masturbate if you're in a relationship and that that could, you know, mean something negative about your partner and all of that. But that's just, that's silly, 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 silly. And it's not true. And for women, it's especially important and valuable to maintain that connection and relationship with yourself and your pussy to support that in a long-term relationship. And lastly, number six, buy a glass dildo or any other sex toy <laughs> that feels like it's inspiring and fun and positive for you. Um, a glass dildo specifically is a wonderful tool for female sexuality, healing, orgasm expansion, and it can be used both during solo and partnered sex. I have another podcast episode about this. So again, it's linked in the show notes. So go listen to the glass dildo episode if you are curious about that. So those were the six tips from me, your sex coach. <laughs> That's my prescription for you now. Go masturbate more. I also have an episode about breast massage. That's a perfect self-pleasure practice to do regularly and really see if you can remove the pressure that self-pleasure and masturbation needs to be perfect. It needs to lead to an orgasm at all times. It's mostly about you connecting with yourself and giving your body the experience of having your attention loving, kind, sensual, and or sexual attention. And then that creates a great foundation for you to feel like you are thriving, not just surviving. Like, And then 
when you want to work specifically on like turning on your erotic mind, include fantasy and any erotic inspiration. And I have amazing episodes about why the brain is so important for your uh, eroticism. That was it for today. I hope this inspired you and uh, good luck with your masturbation. You have my permission, give yourself permission and have fun exploring your own marvelous body. Okay, my friend, that's it for today. Thanks for listening. I hope you learned something new today or that I reminded you of something you already knew or do and that you feel inspired and encouraged to prioritize sex, pleasure and orgasms in your busy life. If you love this podcast, please share it with your friends and give it a rating or review so this important message can reach more people on this planet. Thank you so much for being here and I'll see you next time.